Hello and welcome to Trending Pet Food, the industry podcast where we cover all the latest hot topics and trends in pet food. I'm your host and editor of Pet Food Industry Magazine, Lindsay Beaton, and I'm here today with Lorenzo Trujillo, product team lead at Etail Pet. Hi, Lorenzo, and welcome. Hello, thank you for having me here today. In case you're not familiar with Lorenzo or Etail Pet, here's what you need to know. With a passion for the pet industry and a deep commitment to the success of independent businesses, Lorenzo has dedicated four transformative years to Etail Pet. His journey at the company began in web page design, where he harnessed his creativity and technical skills to craft captivating online experiences. He progressed into a leadership role as the product team lead, overseeing the development and optimization of Etail Pet's product offerings. As a proud pet parent to two small dogs, Bogart and Boobily, Lorenzo fully understands the unique needs and desires of both pet parents and retailers, and the importance of providing exceptional products and services in the pet industry. Etail Pet was founded by independent pet store owner Bernice Giannini and is the only full-service solution created for pet businesses by a pet business owner. Etail Pet's point-of-sale system unites inventory management, online selling tools, and marketing into one place. Lorenzo's extensive experience with digital technology and pet food retail are why I've brought him on today to answer this question. What is the latest and greatest in digital technologies for pet retailers? There is a lot that we could be talking about when we talk about technologies. So I want to start off by narrowing in what types of technologies we're going to be talking about today. So what kind of technology are we talking about when we discuss retail technologies in general, and then specifically the ones that are used in pet food retail? Definitely, you know, when you're just talking about the retail space in general, you hear this term POS, which stands for point of sale software, which in any type of retail space is a almost necessity when it comes to cutting down on workflow times of managing day-to-day business, inventory, reporting, things of that nature. Especially within the pet space where you have 50% of all doors within, I believe this is a 2022 statistic. Can't speak to it exactly, but your pet retail industry, 50% of that is local pet or independent pet. And the other 50% is enterprise and or big box stores. So with that, you find a lot of the time with that 50% local pet market, you have a lot of folks that aren't even using point of sale technology. So you have folks that spend an obscene amount of time for things that with point of sale software, accounting for things like your inventory and keeping a real time sync of when you sell a product at the register and then reconciling that inventory in the back end of your system. So you have up-to-date inventory in your back end and you can know, oh, I have this much on hand. Within the pet space, you find a lot of folks that are independent pet, they are not utilizing any type of software that you would expect a retail location to use. For example, point of sale, some type of e-commerce presence as well. Like that's pretty standard nowadays. If you're selling a product, you definitely want to have some type of web presence. I don't have the specific number, but it's definitely out. Over 90% of purchases that come into store are usually done through a local search first before the customer comes into the store. And what is a local search? As we all kind of do on our day-to-day, if we're looking for a product and we want it that day, we'll go on our phone and search a kind of dog food closest to me. And boom, you have your pet codes, you have your big box stores, but also 
you have your independent stores that will also show up in those local search results, depending one, if they're leveraging that type of technology, such as e-commerce and as a little sprinkle SEO, which stands for search engine optimization technologies. SEO products, what they do is essentially push your search result higher in the search engine when being locally searched by the user. So just by simply doing something as having an SEO with a e-commerce product where you're actively pulling in reviews from your users will put you within the search results higher than a big box store because you're actively getting that data and feeding it into your site while you're selling products, which is really a big thing when you're an independent pet store, when you're trying to compete with these bigger brands out there. One, just having the visibility will bring that business into your store. So Kind of going back to what I was saying before, within the independent pet space, you find a lot of folks are not leveraging any type of technology. So therefore, they're missing out on a lot of sales and revenue opportunities when simply just enrolling yourself into a tool that can give you, second one, cut down your workflow time by over 40 hours in a week average, and also giving you a web presence and giving you a presence that you're not even aware of by simply you know, enrolling yourself into some type of e-commerce and SEO technology, you'll organically grow your business without even having to really do anything. Just going through those setup processes. With standard retail, things we typically see is point of sale software, an e-commerce presence or some kind of web presence. And actually within the pet space specifically, what's becoming more of a need Grooming and boarding services are actually in need. In the United States, we actually don't have enough folks that can perform pet services such as grooming and boarding. So with that, you also need a software that can, one, run into your POS system or whatever you're using seamlessly with your day-to-day activities. Typically, your big two that you definitely need, I think, is just a requirement for any type of retail location pet or not, you need to have a point of sale and you need to have an e-commerce software. And that is typically what is utilized. But as mentioned before, in our space, there's actually a lot of folks that don't. So there's such an opportunity there just to help those folks grow their presence within their local communities and their local market. I thought point of sale was pretty standard in terms of owning a retail business. So what are some of the reasons that you've heard that people are not using these technologies, are still doing it manually? Is it strictly financial? Is it kind of a fear of integrating a technology they're not familiar with? If they're particularly small business and maybe there's only one or two people, is it a time constraint for training? What are some of the pushbacks against implementing these kinds of technologies? Because it sounds like the technologies themselves would be huge time savers once they're implemented and once you know how to use them. 100%. And it's definitely a mixture of all of those things, especially if you're talking to someone that has never used a POS before. Within the pet space, more often than not, when I talk to folks that do onboard to our system that have never had a POS before, it's just due to they bought the business 15, 20 years ago, and then it was inherited from their parents and or was purchased from the original owner who never had a POS. And so they just proceeded with how the owner trained them to run the business. And so when you come to a user and say, hey, we have this product that basically can make your dreams come true. It's a little like, oh, what's the catch, right? And definitely like what holds folks back. And I think most more often than not is just understanding what is this product going to do for you? And really, what is your buy-in to this product? How much are you really going to be involved? Is this really going to make your life easier? 
Is this really going to improve your business? Is this going to grow your sales? It's definitely a gamble they have to take on their part. And it's really, especially in Etel Pets regard, it's our job to sit there and arm the user with as much information as possible to let them know, hey, for every scenario you presented to us, this is how things work. And that's another part of this whole equation is folks have their own workflows to things. And it's always a looming question with software in the general is how do you create something that fits the whole of the market? How do you create a workflow that works for everyone? That works for most instances or basically just looking to benefit the whole with your investment on development with your product and so going back to this potential user they may have a way they've done things for 15 20 years and we have built our product to be as standard to our industry or our vertical as possible so it can fit all scenarios and these folks may do things far outside that norm so it's also a conversation of like, oh, I see you do things this way. Well, actually, if you were to do it this way, and this is how it works within the system for these said reasons, this will work better for you. So that is the whole conversation. You know, basically not trying to just give that person the comfort of when I go into this thing, I know what's going to happen. I know what it can do. And I understand its capabilities to run my business in the future. So to go back to your original question, really what holds people back, I think is definitely that going from running your business one way for so many years or a certain amount of time. And then one, you have to spend the money to utilize the software and possibly invest into some hardware to be able to run it. But also two, you're going to have to prepare to move your business's workflow over to, if it is drastically different, you just have to prepare to work within the workflow of that system. And then if you can help that user understand why that workflow either works better and or and this kind of is what's awesome for us is maybe there are things that we haven't thought of that we haven't covered and that we can learn from those situations as well. What has it been like integrating e-commerce type technologies? Because obviously there's been a big boom for a while, but especially in the last few years when all of a sudden omni-channel shopping exploded due to the pandemic and due to trends that were already happening anyway. Are you finding that to be a completely separate challenge with people or are people doing the one-two punch trying to upgrade everything at once if they haven't been upgraded before? What kind of lessons have you learned in terms of what pet needs when it comes to e-commerce and what it's been like for retailers to try to implement an omni-channel strategy essentially? It's definitely actually been fairly smooth on our part because we started out as an e-commerce only product and then we built a POS software within it. So it's been actually pretty seamless in terms of just integrating an e-commerce solution with our product since it was already built before the POS actually was. Luckily, at that time, when I had first arrived here at Etel Pet, we were only e-commerce and we had built that out first to help our independent retailers get a web presence and be out there. As we all know, COVID was ongoing during that time. So curbside delivery and home deliveries blew up and shipping from the store blew up during that time. So we focused our effort to get a fully built out e-commerce solution so we could give independent pet a tool to be able to get their business out there and want to facilitate sales through it and be able to reach their customers and get their products, not just through the store, which was great. And then it just worked out when we moved into the POS software because we were able to integrate it directly into the e-commerce where now not only do you have the e-commerce solution where you're already displaying products and pricing while well, now you have your POS, which is utilizing the same products, the same system, but now you can manage your inventory within it. 
So now, oh, I'm worried if I have this product online, I have only 10 of them and I don't want someone to buy 13. Well, now with the POS, it knows, oh, you only have 10 products. So only 10 can be purchased at this moment. Or if a product gets sold in store, you only have nine. Okay, only nine can be purchased online. So you get that omni-channel sync of, okay, in-store operations, we're selling products in store. And then while also from the same exact login, same dashboard, you can go and manage how your e-commerce is functioning. So you can manage things like your content pages, how your landing page looks, your products, your current price slashes and or promos that you're running. So it's actually been a really, really streamlined experience. And for the folks that we've had that initially jumped on as e-com, we had a lot of them jump over to the POS because of that. One, we have the streamline synchronicity of having three products all fused together, and that being our e-commerce platform, our POS platform, and our scheduling and booking platform, it all lives in the same domain. So they all talk to each other. So it presents this awesome experience where you receive a sale online from your POS. You can see, oh, I just got an online order. Let me go take a look at that right from in-store. It's just such a seamless experience. Since we're already kind of touching on them as we're having the conversation, I want to do a little bit of a deeper dive into challenges that you're hearing from retailers in terms of their technology. Are there a few things that always seem to get people that you end up providing solutions for over and over again? Or have there been any evolving challenges as omnichannel has become more prevalent and people are looking to stay competitive and be more mindful about their inventory and especially, mm -hmm. you know, maybe with supply chain issues and things like that. Definitely in terms of challenges, and this is Etel Pets bread and butter, it's our catalog. So we have a master catalog that we update every day of over 200,000 products that are given. The information comes directly from the manufacturers or distributors where we will go ahead and create the product with an image, with a description, guaranteed analysis info, ingredients, whatever we are provided. So that takes that whole step of a new repack came out. As we know, within the pet industry, we have a lot of repacks that happen where a particular wet dog food can is a UPC this month and two weeks later, it has another UPC with a different packaging. It can be very hard to keep up with that especially as an independent retailer, where you don't necessarily have time to go and grab these images and go and get all this information and keep your catalog as up to date as possible. And that's really where we come in and make your life easy. All you have to do is just have a UPC with you and you can click one button, add that product to your catalog, choose whether or not you want to display it on your website. And then you can go from there. You can give it a price slash. You can give it discounts. Anything typical with a product, you could definitely do Going back to big pain point, it is the catalog. A big thing is kind of what I was talking about earlier with the synchronicity of having multiple technically different software products in one space. Having a POS and an e-com, that's a big deal to a lot of people. The reason is a lot of folks, they'll have an e-commerce site and they'll have a POS site that don't have an inventory sync. So anytime they make a website sale, have to go in and manage their POS inventory to match that so they don't oversell any products, which that in of itself is a job for someone. That is a whole job that you can spend the entire day doing, especially with pet retail does a lot of volume. They sell a lot of pet food, a lot of hard goods. That's not necessarily a realistic expectation to have. Also, a really big thing is rewards. So we are the only POS out there that offers a native Astro integration. 
Within the pet space, Astro Loyalty is a very, very big entity and a partner to us. And a lot of folks utilize their rewards in their stores. So it's wonderful when folks come in and they realize that our system is completely integrated with that platform. Because typically, anytime you are participating with an Astro Loyalty, you have to manually manage the rewards outside of your POS. It's another huge pain point that folks come in with, and it just makes their lives a lot easier when they don't have to take another step out of the way of, oh, customer comes in, they bought 20 bags, they have three punch cards that got punched out. I don't have to sit here for 30 minutes and punch those cards out. The system will go ahead and do it for me. A lot of, in general, just taking a lot of what a manual process would be, taking that whole part away and just having the system do it for you and knowing it can do it for you because it's going to tell you that it did. Retailers are feeling like they have to do a lot of things manually. They still have to manage a lot of things, even though they are using a platform. So it kind of defeats the purpose of having it. That's really what folks are coming to us for is... Either their platform is not doing what it needs to do, and it, maybe it's not because of the platform, maybe it's because what they're using, and we find this a lot too, we have a lot of folks that may be using a platform that is not for a pet space, so it doesn't really fit exactly like what they would be doing day to day. Also, if they are, they may be using one POS system, one e-commerce system, and one booking system. They don't want to pay for all three of those and don't want to have to spend the time to navigate between the three. They'd rather have a centralized system where it can do it all. Let's talk about the multiple technological needs for a minute because there are a lot of retailers in the pet space who are independent they're local, they're the only store, they're not part of a chain, they're not part of a franchise, they're on a budget. Mm -hmm. What would you recommend if they're listening to this episode? What should be their first technological jump? If they're doing everything manually, if they can only do one thing, what have you found makes the biggest difference technology-wise for retailers in terms of organization and time management and all the things that really small stores really need help with, but don't have big budgets for. The key place is do not start with any local-based system. Please go with a cloud-based system. One, the initial startup cost is going to be significantly lower because you will only need to buy the hardware that it takes to run a cloud-based system rather than a local system. It's going to be significantly more. Also, if you have instances where you go home and, oh, I forgot to check in a PO or I forgot to do something, with a cloud-based system, you can log in right from your laptop and do whatever you need to do and then have that peace of mind. So definitely, if you have no system, you have nothing, you're doing everything by hand, please start with looking at a cloud-based software. The thing is, if you are doing everything manually, it's hard to keep a legitimate record with timestamps and date histories to refer back to in the event anything goes wrong. And it's going to take significantly longer to go back and find these mistakes if you are doing these things manually. And this is just talking about reporting, but for example, an inventory account is wrong. It's going to be very hard to go back and check either written on a barcode sheet that was received from the delivery or written down on a piece of paper somewhere. That's not really a good way to look at things because it could also not be a factual standpoint because that number or what you're referencing could not be what is now. And when you are using a system that is active and it is living and breathing and you're running your business through it, 
you have the safety net of knowing this is where my sales are going. This is where my inventory is. This is what my reporting looks like. This is the current customer list I have. You get so much more information that is valuable and that you can use to drive your business by simply just, even before starting with the e-commerce presence, please get a POS. You need the POS to be able to help take you to that next step at your business because it's going to give you the data points to help give you the information to make those decisions for the next step of your business. And that could just be something as simple as this item is selling incredibly well during these time periods of the year. So I'm going to order more around this time. The system is arming you with this information to make decisions to benefit your business. And that's really what you need. Instead of having to sit there and figure out all that information yourself, which would take hours and hours on end, why not just have the system do it for you at a low cost? Cloud-based systems are typically a couple thousand a year, and you can spend that couple thousand to save you probably thousands of hours in time, have accurate record keeping, and also have one more data to improve and expand your business because you'll have sales information or you'll have trending non-sellers reports or you'll have your customer report. You can see your customers who are purchasing the most products. And then you can further expand on that once you have that solid foundation of understanding what's going on within your business because you have a model that can track it and tell you what's going on. Then you expand it into the e-commerce and then really start growing your business. So if you're starting from ground one, please, Get a POS software that is cloud-based. That is going to be the best thing you can do for your business and for your wallet. We've talked about growth and evolution in technologies, and it sounds like people need more and more or are looking for more and more just to keep up in the space. And time management is always a huge thing. And we're coming up on the end of the year. So I always like to ask what is coming? What do you see in terms of these technologies in 2024? Is there anything new that's happening? Is it going to be more usage of what there is right now? What are some of the things you're expecting to tackle next year? Definitely next year, I think the largest thing is going to be being able to facilitate greater options of being able to do shipping from the store, allowing to sell products with other methods other than store pickup. So the users can one, broaden their market space. A lot of folks, especially with our users, have shared a lot of interest in improving how shipping from store works and further expanding upon that and giving it more functionality to where you can really have a robust almost standalone shipping platform. So I think really next year, that's going to be a real big driver for us is figuring out how we can facilitate multiple methods of shipping. And within that, the caveats of like charging different tax rates for certain regions and all of the different nuances that does come with shipping from the store. But I think that's going to be a really big thing going into next year. Also, a big thing for us that we are going to be working on specifically for Etel Pet is implementing a product review system. So we can have a shared database of reviews that will filter product reviews to the customer facing side of the e-commerce platform just to give it that extra layer of depth and arm one, the retailer's customers with more information to help them make buying decisions. Like as we all know, most of us do when we go and buy a product, we usually look at which one has the highest review if there's multiple offerings of that same type of product and we'll pick the highest review with the most purchases more often than not. 
A lot of folks that are current users would greatly desire that functionality. It's probably our most number one requested thing we have. So that will definitely be a big focus going into next year as well. Another big thing is just looking into different types of integrations with your software with rewards programs. This is a really big thing with the pet space. Rewards programs are just, you really, really need them. And having good options out there, we're probably going to see more of those pop up next year just to kind of try to compete with whoever's in the space currently. Grooming and scheduling, that is just an ever-growing industry and it's just going to continue to grow. So you're definitely going to expect that there are going to be a lot more software, either existing softwares or softwares pop up that are scheduling focused for pet services. So that's definitely something to look out for because you would be surprised. There are many out there, but not as many as you would think. That's going to be a big thing. That industry is huge. And it has only grown also since 2019 when COVID hit, pet parent ownership went up significantly during that time frame. And so with more pets, you definitely need more folks to groom them. And so now in 2023, we're definitely seeing that now where a lot of groomers are overbooked. I talk to groomers every day, nine out of 10 times, they are overbooked and they're booked up for the rest of the year. So Definitely could expect more alternatives and solutions coming for that space in the following year, 100%. Well, thank you so much for coming on and breaking all of that down for me and for my retail audience in particular, because there's so much going on and technology is playing such a huge role in all of this. I think it can be hard to keep up with what solutions are out there or be able to verbalize what you even need in terms of something that technology could provide. So I really appreciate you being on to help break some of that stuff down and hopefully give some insights to people. Not a problem. I'm happy to help. Before we go, let's do a little plug. Where can people find more information about you and Etel Pet? You can find more information about Etel Pet at etelpet.io.com. And if you want to find out more information about me, you can see me on LinkedIn under Lorenzo Mason Trujillo. Thank you so much. Not a problem. That is it for this episode of Trending Pet Food. You can find us on PetFoodIndustry.com, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at Trending Pet Food Podcast. And if you want to chat or have any feedback, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to drop me an email, podcast at PetFoodIndustry.com. Once again, I'm Lindsay Beaton, your host and editor of Pet Food Industry Magazine, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm.